WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Friday, September 4th, 2020. Following Chancellor Robert Jones' mass mail that was sent out to students this past Wednesday regarding the rise in coronavirus cases at the U of I and the intensified quarantine and social distancing guidelines, Champagne's Joe's Brewery closed on Wednesday at 7 p.m. In his email, Jones claimed that students who have not adhered to university guidelines to avoid large gatherings such as those at bars will be disciplined in the form of suspensions. Aiming to mitigate the level of face-to-face interactions of students on campus, Joe's publicized their closure via Instagram just hours after the coronavirus restrictions were announced. Joe's hopes that their temporary closure will have an impact on mitigating the spread of the virus in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, campus bars such as CAMS, The Red Lion, and Legends will remain open with face coverings and social distancing procedures still required. The Bevier Cafe is now open for business, located on the second floor of Bevier Hall on campus. The cafe offers contactless carryout on all days school is in session, from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Simply order online and select a pickup time during operating hours. For those comfortable with inside dining, Bevier Cafe has made the same changes as many other university dining options on campus, including plexiglass barriers between workers preparing the food and customers, socially distanced seating, lengthened line queues, directional arrows to guide customers, and sanitation stations. The university has put forth numerous efforts to keep students safe while dining halls remain operational throughout the pandemic, adding express carryout options and minimizing the menu to create fewer points of contact. Students can no longer self-serve and must communicate with workers to construct their takeout box, which they can then enjoy outside the dining hall. These changes reflect the commitment of Illinois to protect the safety of the campus community while still providing essential services. Facebook is making changes after facing harsh criticism for its handling of misinformation during the 2016 election. WPGU's Emily Crawford reports. Facebook announced yesterday that they will bar any new political ads from running the week before the presidential election. Along with this, Facebook will also work to remove accounts linked to Russian actors, actively try to take down any posts that discourage voting, or try to use the pandemic to scare off voting. After the election, they say they will also try to stop any attempts from candidates to try to claim an early victory. This is the latest in Facebook's campaign to stop the spread of misinformation on the platform. After the fallout of the 2016 election, and the use of Facebook by foreign actors, Facebook is aiming to turn the tide of negative perceptions of the company. But some worry that these measures are simply too little too late. Critics of the policies say the platform will still be politicized, with pundits and citizens spreading misinformation that may fill the void left by the ads. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden made an appearance in Kenosha, Wisconsin Thursday. Kenosha made headlines recently after Jacob Blake, a black man, was shot and seriously injured by local police officers. During subsequent protests, Illinois teenager Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed two men and injured another. Biden spoke at the Grace Lutheran Church to a small group of Kenosha locals. During his speech, Biden called for unity in local leadership in reference to systemic racism faced by the black community. Following Biden's speech, several community leaders spoke of racial disparities in Kenosha. The presidential nominee's visit also included a meeting with the family of Jacob Blake. 
The stock market had its worst day in over three months yesterday as investors pulled tech shares, causing a drastic fall in the major indices. The Nasdaq, which is mostly composed of tech stocks, fell nearly 5% in the day, with the Dow Jones Industrial Average falling 808 points close after and S&P 500 falling a little more than 3%. Economists theorized this sharp downturn was caused by an overpurchasing of stocks, which has propped up the Nasdaq by 30% more than other major indices throughout 2020. The Nasdaq is saturated with major technology companies such as Amazon, Google, and Apple, all of which have made themselves a safe option for investment throughout the uncertainty of the past year. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.